2: The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. We are backed by Ladbrokes. Go to bet.chelseapodcast.net for exclusive specials and promotions that we have got you. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Chelsea, the Chelsea. It's blue talk we're not dead yet we were told last week by gary hayes that it was all over impending doom this was the slow death of chelsea well it's not happening and maybe it won't happen maybe gary's wrong maybe that's why he's been banned from this week's podcast maybe that's why andy saunders saw him off last week hello andy hello how are you i'm all right thanks good are you going to be nice to our guest today
1: don't know, don't know, don't, don't,
2: know. know. <laughs> don't know oh sorry about that don't Jeff know.
1: Whiting our comedian guest he's I hope you're not scared and worried by Andy oh, there I, I, I'm, I'm fine I've never seen you I've never seen you perform yet. what kind of comedian are you are you observational gag based what, what kind of yeah, stuff do you
3: do I'm a sort of observational gag based based occasional uh storytelling okay that sounds yeah, good. So that's what I describe. It. Yeah, and
1: where so can where can we see you perform?
3: Well, uh, that's a good question. Covent Garden Comedy
1: Club do that quite regularly, right? Uh, we got any gigs coming up uh, in the near future?
3: Uh, yeah, I got uh, we've got a place called the Troubadour. Do you know? I don't know oh you yeah, know down
1: by Chelsea. Yeah, yeah the Troubadour. I'll go there for breakfast. Before and a game
3: sometimes. Uh, Troubadour, I'm doing a show there last Monday of the month. So oh, right. that's the 26th, I think. Great, excellent. We'll so we will get down are.
2: there, and and Jeff will give you uh, uh, a discount on something.
3: I will. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea supporters free pint.
1: There you go. You've been on the show before, haven't you? I have. Let's uh, let's recap.
2: Do you are you a, are you
3: a season ticket holder? No, I'm a member, but not a, a member in the right sense of the word. Uh, right. But not a uh, season ticket holder. No, right. it's only because I'm away so much. Yeah, I just course, can't do yeah. it. And I know people lend it to a mate. But I'd have a, if I had a mate, they'd see more of the games than I would. So I'm not paying yeah, yeah. for their season ticket. No, but, so but I've been supporting the club a very long time.
2: You have indeed, yeah. and uh, you were telling me that uh, you get to go away quite a bit. You like doing European gigs and yeah. things. Do you ever and think I, about tying it up with Chelsea games?
3: I should do. I'm not well organised, but I should do. But what I certainly do is sit in bars when I'm the only one. I was in Spain uh, about a week ago, no, two weeks ago. It was when we played United. We actually ended up losing that game. We went one ahead. Yeah, we lost two one. And I was in a bar in, in Spain. I wandered in, and it's all Man United fans, uh, typically of uh, expats, or whatever. I, I could, literally couldn't see another Chelsea fans, but I still, when we scored, I still got up. Because I, I always do. I did, take you, a did you wear your shirt? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. when I, we scored, I got up and then it will just give me the hardest test so I was gutted when we lost that
2: game the worst is being brash when you're abroad and you think yeah, yeah. I'm going to show everyone I'm Chelsea but I do I, I was,
3: I was um, in, uh, sorry to interrupt I was in uh, Bucharest when we played United at home and beat them 1-0 I was, and, then, and when that goal went in a lot of expats in the bar in United shirts and then I was off my stool like
1: this and we, at least we held on and won that game So I mean most cities most major cities these days have got Chelsea supporters clubs. so I went to Copenhagen last year and just sort of said where's the Copenhagen supporters pub and somebody pointed me at it and it was is full of mad vikings and often you can you can find these places it's definitely worth if you're going abroad you're going to be on holiday or something yeah. actually finding out if there's a supporters club that you that they you know they tend to take over a pub it's definitely worth doing yeah, yeah absolutely that's you right yeah yeah, and you
2: can find out on twitter through you know our twitter feed and things there's a lot of people abroad who listen
1: and uh, get involved in conversations yeah I mean exactly. normally if you just put out on twitter I'm going to be in you know Bucharest yeah, you know yeah. where should I watch the game you'll get a load of replies it's definitely worth doing
2: yeah yeah okay cool good yeah. advice in I fact should, you know you never know who you meet on there. You know, there's a guy who follows us, Philip
1: uh, from Bergen in Norway. Yeah, you worked that out in the end, didn't you?
2: Oh, yeah, well, I didn't realise you were talking about going to his homepage. I was just seeing the Iden that comes up. And uh, this was like, I said, oh, where are you from? And he's going, oh, you muppet, it's written on, on the page. And I'm going, where, where, where? And then, of course, I hadn't looked at his own page. And yes, he's from Bergen, which is a wonderful
1: place. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'll don't tell you fish story. <laughs> what fish story? <laughs> You're going to tell a fish story about processed fish in a tube. Aren't you? <laughs> Stabber mackerel paste, fish paste,
2: is the greatest thing you can ever find in a tube it's mackerel flakes it's not processed it's fantastic i tell you and philip's sending me some this week i might let you try some next week and then you go oh this is rather nice and you'll be a convert so you we know?
1: had icelandic poetry last week and now we've got <laughs> we've got processed norwegian fish this week yeah we, we, we'll we gradually are... work our way around the kind of scandinavian nordic
2: absolutely countries we'll get up and down them fjords and what have you and wow. uh, as opposed to up river and down dale uh, what would it be um uh, up fjords and down i fear this is a distraction this yes, is a so distraction you're right football anyway we're not dead it's good isn't it it's good yeah. i mean okay well let's let's get to it um palace game you saw that did you jeff i did yeah good 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 um it was uh well it was a funny day for you andy wasn't it, was. it? you know because um, you were taking your daughter
1: ava i was yeah i wasn't that ava she's 14 and uh, she, comes to, she comes to quite a few games um and we we're gonna go to that and i just Went to check my season tickets from my wallet, and they weren't. And they were actually in my son's wallet, who at that very moment was flying back from Australia. <laughs> um, and I'd given him the tickets for the previous game. I think I'd sat in the Matthew Harding. I can't remember. Anyway, for some reason, he had the tickets. And uh, I couldn't figure out. So I, I tried to work out how I could get duplicate tickets. And I, the club were kind of cool because they said, well, you can have your tickets. All you've got to do is turn up with some ID and pay a fiver, admin charge, and we'll give you a duplicate paper ticket. But we can't give you your son's. And I'm like, but it's in my name. It's like... both Saunders, are both of yeah. my address. You know, I explained it to, to to Luke in the ticket office on the phone. It was very helpful, um, and he said, "Well, look, come down. I can't guarantee it, but I'll talk to my supervisor." So I took my—I somehow had my son's birth certificates, that even though he's twenty-five, <laughs> took that down there, and uh, one of his old passports from when he was at five years old, which was kind of pointless. But I took <laughs> as much idea as I could to the ticket office, and I spoke to Luke, and Luke very kindly issued me with two duplicate season tickets. So thank you, Luke. You were very that helpful, was... and you can criticize Chelsea for. A a lot but their customer service was exemplary on that occasion so if you ever do lose your season ticket or leave it at home go see luke you've got, got a lot of work kid. coming up <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, you you had to get down there really early for the game didn't you uh, well i got down there early because i didn't want to you know send in a massive queue but actually it wasn't a queue
2: so what you decided to then do was teach your daughter all about gambling wasn't I it?
1: Did, yeah <laughs> so we were we had loads of time to kill so i said come on let's go and let's go and have a bet at the, uh, at the on-house bookie So I said to Ava I said right Who's going to score The first goal And what's the score Going to be And she instantly went William, 2-1 And I went Well that's just Bloody ridiculous that's a waste So of you mocked To your daughter That's a waste Of a tenner But alright Fair enough So we put a tenner On it And won 280 quid That's amazing And yeah. did you give All the 280 quid well, To I your gave daughter I half 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 Which I thought Was generous well, It was Yeah but it was it's Her generous. idea wasn't It was her idea It was my money I took yeah, the okay. risk. She took no risk Absolutely yeah, no okay. risk That's well, how well. business works Gary. Uh, <laughs> So that's I, why. That's why I'm significantly more well off than you because well, well, I, I understand how business works. That's how why considerably richer than you. <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: does that mean you were actually pleased when Van Holt scored? Well, do you
1: know, do you know what? I, I, I was it's like gonna, fantasy football. I yeah. will give her a due. I said to her be funny if Chelsea scored uh, Chelsea scored another one now wouldn't it you know and she was like no i don't care you know if cuz she really wanted us to win and then of course they had that goal disallowed yeah, yeah. at the end and one she was, and then she hill, was like couldn't... she was all up in yeah and then it was like she calm chill out you know <laughs> and then she was gutted of course when it didn't count and i said don't worry they'll score in the 90th minute and that, and that will Wong be Q. and that will be fine and they did Brilliant. So it was a good it was a good number. So I gave her half the money. She thought she was a millionaire, so that's brilliant. You okay. know, everything works out well. Not bad. Not, I don't often have a bet game. It's not something I normally do. I don't I'm not, it's not Only brilliant. when you've got children with <laughs> <laughs> Only yeah. when I can only when I can be highly inappropriate yeah. with my daughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's not, it's not something I do. I'm not a massive gambler, but it was nice. It's not, it gives it an extra frisson, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, you know. But um, it's
2: kinda of like betting's one of those things. I've never really got into it. I've had the occasional bet on something here and there, but it just On labrooks, I hope. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> i just thought i'd say that no <laughs> not at all never used them
1: we like lab they sponsor this show
2: <laughs> i've never used anyone actually i don't think I've, I've been to a bookies but um anyway everyone go out and gamble it's really good um is that better with that yes yeah, with that yeah. yeah but you know anyway so it was it was one of those it was like uh, a game that was sort of steeped in doom and gloom and everyone was expecting the worst nobody had a clue what was going to happen with the formation yeah um oh, did God. you have concerns before the game uh,
3: before the game i didn't think he'd play such a strong side i thought he'd think about the barcelona game i thought he'd i'm glad he did but i didn't think he would i didn't think he'd necessarily play quite such a strong side
1: should we have a look at this thing? yeah okay yeah. so there were four changes from the city game in came gary cahill uh, david Zabacosta, n'golo kante and giroud <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's a long going yeah yes yeah, yeah. uh, so giroud. we lined up with the uh, courtois Azpilicueta, Christensen and Cahill um, as a back three. Uh, Zappacosta as the right wing-back. Alonso as the left wing-back. Uh, Kante coming back alongside Fabregas in the middle with uh, William and Hazard flanking Giroud uh, mm. as mm. the uh, centre forward. Yeah.
3: It, it was interesting. I, I thought mean, it was a strong start, but it's obvious watching the game it was a strong start, wasn't it?
1: Were you surprised that you played Giroud instead of uh, Morata?
3: Personally, I wasn't because I, I just think Marattas unfortunately just just wait, had too many chances and not really capitalised on them and I just think Drew hadn't had a full game, had he hadn't started a game um, and I know he did take him more towards the end but, I, but he, he started and I just think maybe he thought, I think maybe he's thinking about Barcelona, I know that we haven't come to that yet about whether he'll play a force number nine or not but but I think Giroud's <laughs> Acquitted himself pretty well. Admittedly, you know the one, he, the guy cleared off the line. To be fair, that wasn't Drew's fault. I mean, you, no. you hit that, and, and, the, and then he hit the post. But again, but at least he was getting in position. It seemed to Hazard seemed to better link with Drew really well. I don't know quite fast considering Drew hasn't been a Chelsea that long. I mean, Hazard and Drew seemed to have some sort of understanding. And I, I, I personally think Drew played pretty well.
2: For me, he was the man of the match. I thought yeah. I thought there was one touch that he did for more Hazard in the second half. eh more than William well, yes, the match. yeah, what I ha- do, because I think he really showed what happens when you have a focal point for nine um, in the team. It allows William to do what he does, because William knows Giroud. Giroud was fantastic when people were making runs. Um, like when William was going with the ball, Giroud, instead of just watching him go by, would run the opposite direction and pull another defender out of shape. And I thought he created a lot of the space for William to run into. And I think we've forgotten what it's like to have a number nine who does that, who actually works selflessly. You know, he, he could have spent most of the game without touching the ball and still done an amazing job. He was doing things that we haven't seen for a while. Morata doesn't play that kind of way. He's waiting for the ball and looking for the ball. Giroud see what's happening with other players and understands what other players can do if he pulls some space open for him and I I just thought he was amazing and the touch in for Hazard in the second half was just sublime and he he just shows he's got amazing body strength he can hold off defenders he doesn't go down he can hold up the ball but he also knows when to pass it.
1: Uh, Conte said of Jude he said Olivier was unlucky two clear chances to score he hit the post and another was a deflection by defender but his commitment was good for the team and we have to continue in this way and I think that Conte is Has said on many occasions in the past That he doesn't judge strikers by their goals But by their overall contribution And you get the sense that What I liked about Giroud Was that he looks like he's enjoying playing football He looks like he enjoys it out on the pitch Whereas Morata has this almost Slightly sort of dark edge to him coming on He looks slightly fearful and, and. A yeah. little bit morose and, and you know You're quite right And I think that You know The fact that he's getting All these bookings At the moment Double figures for bookings Is down to You know Sort of a manifestation Of his own yeah. frustration Isn't it They're all silly Descent bookings oh, I He could have got sent off He knocked the flag Out the linesman's hand he's yeah. oh, very I'm, lucky I was amazed
3: watching that Nothing happened with that when he did that it, yeah. on the ground I, mean, I think a different linesman who wanted to make a fuss would have called the ref over but that linesman just sort of picked it up I thought that might be something but I agree with you because it, it's, it's when you react, the way you react if you hit the post or, or someone blocks you on the line with Gerudo is that, is, that sort of, is that sort of great thing where he's like going but you see him smiling that sort of ah, you know but then he's sort of smiling thinking well I was there I, I had a good shot yeah, that, that was, yeah, I was in I was on, on target or, I was, or I've hit the post but I'm in there having chances I'm, he looked like a guy who thought eventually I can score okay he didn't but he thought maybe I'm going to score Morata, you're right. He looks like a slightly sulky schoolboy. He looks a bit sort of sulky. Yeah, we're, not, we're, you know, we're, we're like certainly not, write, about, we're not writing
1: about We're not writing Morata off, though. He's not a busted flush, is he? He's, no, just, no. he's just having a moment. I saw, well, it, I saw some interesting. Uh, statistics at somebody wrote. I, I didn't write them down I can't remember very much but certainly there was the amount of minutes that he's gone without a goal is comparable to what Costa went through last year um, you know and, and uh, you know that was an incredibly long run without scoring as well and he's not the only significant player to go on this kind of run without scoring I think it's just the fact that we've lost games yeah. uh, in the yeah, meantime you notice it more. Um, and you know he hasn't covered himself in glory with you know falling over and rolling around on the floor and so many other things that have upset the fans you know it's just mm-hmm. that, that statistic of not scoring. I, I think I don't think that's the most important no, I thing. At no, all. no, I think
3: you're right. I think it's what you were saying. I think it, the fact is that he's not helping the team as much as Giroud uh, did uh, against Palace, as you said. He really does. You're right. With his back to a player, he just holds defenders off and then rolls them and roll, or other rolls them and shoots or rolls uh, holds them and rolls the ball sideways to Willian or had to have a shot. We, we, I mean, is yeah, not doing that. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're simple
1: souls, us fans. You know, we just want a player to go out there, run around till they fall over. You know, go in for challenges. Don't shirk. You know, tough, tough calls and tough decisions and tough situations. Ideally, get a head wound and come back out with a massive plaster <laughs> on your head. You know, we, you know, we are we're very simple in what we want. You know, yeah. what we don't want is players that shirk tackles, fall over when there's no contact, yeah. complain at their own players, do all that stuff that unfortunately Morata is doing at the moment. But as I say, I think that is a manifestation of frustration at himself. He went through a very long period of not scoring at Juventus, if you remember. And I think it was Gianluigi Buffon who had to put an arm around his shoulder in the end and went just look just sort yourself out you know just believe in yourself and you know I think he
2: yeah, put an arm around his shoulder and said don't be a wuss didn't yeah he? He pretty, said, much, it. pretty much pretty much and
1: he's come out and said
2: that before yeah, it's quite interesting much. and so. I think
1: that Morata is somebody that kind of does tend to go into his own head a little bit and, and start to overthink things yeah. and well, he just needs a you know a run of you know not thinking about it and banging yeah. in some goals yeah, yeah.
2: and the, the other side of it with Morata is you know you still have to remember it. he has only played up until this season 75 games in five years of football so he's pretty inexperienced in a lot of ways and he's not you know he's not knowing this league and he's not knowing how to handle the league and he's not knowing how to uh, handle himself through a season I mean just when he was getting going he ended up with the injury the hamstring injury Comes back Gets yeah.
1: gets a uh, card You made a point When we were talking about Torres against Swansea Didn't you?
2: Yeah exactly It was exactly the same When Torres was just getting going He got the red card Against Swansea And that finished him For so long You mm. know Just when You need momentum As a striker They're quite,
1: they're quite fragile yeah, oh, they, they can are. be quite fragile yeah. sort of yeah. Almost racehorses You know they, <laughs> they, You have to kind of wrap them up In a little bit of. Co- yeah. Goalkeepers and strikers They are the most Kind yeah. of mercurial Of players on the pitch Aren't they really? Yeah I, I think that's true And I th- Confidence I, players Yeah and, and I, that, I
3: think how, how do you guys think Courtois is playing at the moment do you think he's playing as well as last season
2: well it's lucky uh, that Gary's not here because he'd tell you that he's uh, not a very good goalkeeper I, I think i think there's something about courtois i mean he's a good shot stopper I still don't think he commands his area in the way I'd like him to. Gary compares him to an old-fashioned keeper in the fact that I think Gary's
1: got a point on that. Yeah, I think I, I think he is quite old-school as a keeper. He's not a sweeper keeper. He doesn't no. come out Edison style and start no. you know taking on defenders one-on-one. You know, he, 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 I mean, no. he, you know, which I'm frankly I'm quite pleased about because I actually hate yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't yeah. like it when the Larices and the and the yeah. uh, you know Edisons of the world come out and do that. You don't know,
2: you love it when they get caught out. <laughs> it's brilliant.
1: You yeah, know, but. Yeah but you know he's i, I think he's a, a you know I, I think he's a really really good keeper Look, i think the problem that he's had is that he hasn't had a brilliant Defense in front no, of him agree, this season, yeah. you know. And yeah. last year we were a lot more solid. I agree, you know. And, and, he's and, and been I've always a lot more. And people always compare him to pe- to Petr Cech, you know. Of course, was a you know an, an amazing goalkeeper. But look at the defense that was in front of yeah. Cech, you know. Yeah. You know, well, first, it just picked itself every week. Yeah, and you know, and you know, you've got you know, we'll come on and we'll talk about the defense, but you've got you um, know Gary Cahill, who's who's having a rough time off some fans at the moment. You know, I certainly think that's been massively overblown. I think he's 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 not been at his best. He's probably At a crossroads in his career where he was good against Palace, yeah, he was. I think, but I think he's probably at a crossroads where the club and him have to sit down and figure out what his role is going to be moving forward. I don't think he's necessarily the future of the club anymore. You know, Christensen, who's an incredible talent, who's been a real bright spark of this season, but he's starting to make mistakes every game now. Well, Um, since that, against uh, Palace as well as Barcelona, yeah,
2: and also (laughs) against United, you know, he's now made three pretty bad mistakes in three games he didn't get punished against palace but you can just see that there's the other side when you look at christiansen he's a young kid um okay played for two years at munch and gladback but they got a winter break and he hasn't had any sort of break and i think he's surprised he's in the team okay luis can't play because he's injured um
1: for, well, um, it highlights the fact that if we're going to play with a three, we need more options who can play that central role because, unfortunately, Equeta and Cahill and Rudiger can't play that role. No. You know, it's only him and Luis and Luis is injured. So you're right, he's having to do this. And I think actually, the, 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 you know, what Conte would have preferred to have done is, is, is rotated them a little bit more. Yeah. Okay,
2: here, here's an interesting. But I, I,
1: I, sorry, just to just to, to, to finish up on that particular point, I don't want this to be interpreted as being down on Christensen at all. I just no. think no, I think he's fantastic. a young player who, you know, who is going to make mistakes and he's going to learn. But unfortunately, we have to live with that as a club. Yeah. The problem is, is that you know, the, the, there's a lot of Chelsea fans that need a hate figure, um, which I find utterly ludicrous. Yeah. You know, but I, 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 this season it's been Cahill in defence. Um, but I think Christensen's making more mistakes than Cahill. I just think it's well, ironic. He has
2: the last three
1: games. Yeah so yeah, that that's he, been before the before
3: that he, his form had been pretty good until it, it just perhaps his confidence was, I don't know I thought after the error against Barcelona I thought well he's not going to make that mistake again first thing I thought is he's going to get Baron in the back Conte will talk to him he's going to look at the replay he's going to think right I'm not making that Yeah, he's actually made two more mistakes since I thought it yeah. would make him stronger and think right I've seen the mistake I'm not going to make it now. and then he's made two more errors one, just... of
1: the, one of the big problems I think this season I think we've, all, we've mentioned it a lot all of us have seen it is the inability to play out from defence certainly well, we're from, trying to, from goal kicks we're you know, trying
3: to desperately and we, play, desperately, aren't we, and we and
1: haven't figured it out and it's you know we're, we're, we're in the kind of last knockings of the season and we haven't figured it out and that I think has highlighted Courtois. You know, so some of Courtois' sort of ground weaknesses. Yeah. You know, yep. in a sense, he's kicking and his distribution. Totally. Um, and also, but, he's, he's played a
3: couple of hospital balls to a couple of defenders. Yeah. But,
1: at I, times. but I, but I put a lot of that down to Conte because I think that's Conte's job to figure out how we're going to play out from a goal kick. And you know, I, you know, Man City was a perfect example of Guardiola just going, oh, well, "This is easy. We're just yeah. going to park players on the edge of your box, play through us." Yeah. And it, it really highlighted that. So I, I don't want to blame Courtois too much for that. Nobody's given him a system in which to play out mm-hmm. with, and that's something we're going to have to figure out for next season sorry Kerry.
2: no say no it's absolutely fine you know i mean I, I i think i think you're right i think things have to be certain things you have to ask questions of the manager but my, my question is okay Christiansen is say having to play uh, every week because there's no one to come in and give him a breather um uh. and sometimes we're getting injuries and we're putting people into positions they perhaps shouldn't be playing in is there a case of sometimes you've got to go let's look at the players we've got and change the system accordingly Conte does not like changing the system once he's decided what he wants to do is he perhaps putting square pegs in round holes
1: who would you say was a square peg in a round hole I
2: think you know but Christensen needed a break certainly after after the Man U game um if not after the Barcelona game. that would
1: require going to four at the back.
2: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is there some reason why... Could we look at going, you know what, the players we've got at the moment don't work if we have to take this guy out. Maybe we need to change the system
1: for a week or two. I don't think when you've got a team that is so used to playing in this system that are drilled in yeah. week in week out with wing backs Especially, to yeah. suddenly go four at the back and Most not play with wing no, backs I'm, I'm just asking I, I just, I, I don't I don't think it's practical to drill a team to four in the back just for one or yeah. two games mm. I think you can maybe you can transition in a game you yeah. know, and, and he does occasionally transition in a game yeah, he like does. he'll go two up front or you know he'll drop an extra man yeah. into midfield yeah. or whatever but you know as a, as a rule I think his philosophy is you play with wing backs you push those up you know you play with three up front that in, that, that, that kind of interchange with each other that's his philosophy and I think you're right he does, certainly doesn't do what Mourinho does which is deliberately play but I mean he's doing it at City he's playing Sanchez in the wrong position yeah. at City he's playing Pogba in the wrong position he does it everywhere he goes he takes yeah. a player and goes you're a Brilliant box to box player. Let's play you on the left wing. Okay, you know, it's like...
2: <laughs> Na- name a player that he ruined at Chelsea by doing that. There's well, one that comes to mind. I saw him in the Champions League this week at the age of 36.
1: Well, it could be. Well, you could argue, Mikel. Because Mikel came to us as a box-to-box midfielder Attacking and he turned, midfielder. Him, turned him into a yeah. into a holding yeah. midfielder. Okay, can he name another one who you think he ruined at well, this Chelsea? Well, there's just so many. Okay, well, let's do it. Um, uh, well, go on, you tell us. Uh,
2: uh, the one I'm thinking of is Astana Diara. Right. Who, he ended up making a right-back. He said, I just don't want to play here. No, he's he a said, holding. okay, well, then you can go. And he ends up, you know... Real Madrid.
1: Yeah, well, he ended up at Portsmouth. Well, he ended up at Real Madrid. After and you know, then I he
2: ended up as the mainstay of that... Real Madrid midfield showing exactly what he can do and it's interesting it's almost like with Mourinho it's kind of like going I've seen something no one else has seen it's almost showing off or it's deliberately trying to ruin a player I,
1: I yeah. don't, I don't think it's deliberately is. trying to ruin no, a player but you know I mean it's an <coughs> odd thing or obtuse
3: in terms of proving that he makes the decisions not the player he's in, it's his, his decision you know. well you yeah. can argue as well yeah.
1: that you know I mean some of the players that you know that, that we're moaning about now Kevin De Bruyne is a classic example yeah. who he played wide on the wing yeah. you know if he'd gave, given him a number 10 role or, or a certainly slightly freer role like he gets at Man City we would have yeah. seen more potential out of him you know Mo Salah as well he had him down as no. a winger you know I mean you know these are these are players that he had very very fixed positions for. He's not very good at... at Daniel Sturridge. Well, he's, yeah, exactly. He's not yeah. very good at players that are, you know, mercurial, that, that you say, well, look, give them a little bit of a free roll and let them do what they want. That's Every not, player in a Mourinho team has to be a soldier. They have to fit into that yeah. military formation. And that, that, I think, is one of the reasons why players like De Bruyne, Salah, Quadrado, whoever, you know, Mata, so many Mata, yeah. so many of them yeah, he yeah. couldn't play in that regimented Lukaku, system. Lukaku. Yeah.
2: And you start looking, and now he's ended up with Mata and Lukaku
1: and Matic. Yeah. They must have rolled their eyes when he rocked up, must yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, but then he's got, it's almost like, don't worry, I'm going to have a go at some of the others because I've never had a go at them. You're all right
1: now. I mean, if he lets Pogba go and he goes on and becomes, you know... Yeah. Oh, be, uh, don't
2: you just hope?
1: Uh, let's hope so. Anyway, let's not focus on <laughs> but, Mourinho. Uh,
2: no, OK. So, so, I mean, OK. Yeah, I think it's a fair point about the defence. It's, it's been odd this year. Um, I'll tell you
1: what was an interesting thing I wanted to mention about the about the game was our possession that we have conceded so much possession in the last few games. 27% against Man City. 62% in this game. You know, we actually got back on the front foot in this game, started to play football, knocked the ball around. You know, we had uh, 11 shots on target, uh, Palaces too. You know, it felt like the Chelsea that we we expect, you Absolutely. know, which is to dominate games, and yeah. I, that you know that gladdened my heart a little it bit because we haven't we hadn't done it for a little while. As you're saying, we really just dominated
3: that game. I mean, really, we could it, have been I, four I up. We had, could have been four up after. I know everybody says they had a goal that maybe shouldn't have been disallowed, that they may have had a penalty. Yeah, but the point is, we we had so many chances. We could have been five one up, five nil up even before they scored. So yeah, we could I have think been. it was a sort of performance you want. But but I'm interested to see if he sticks with uh, Giroud uh, away because I mean I know. Lampard, Frank Lampard's come out and said he should stick with the centre forward well he didn't say Giroud I think he said Maratta. he said, said Maratta, yeah. which is surprising because I think Frank Lampard's you know obviously he's a legend and also he, he knows his stuff but I personally I mean, seen that Palace game would say he's right about the formation but you should put Giroud in there not not Maratta. that's what I, I
2: yeah I, I, I think it's interesting I was going to say we should probably chat yeah. about that I mean we have been talking about Giroud and Maratta, so I, for me it's Giroud all day long if he plays a false nine I, I I really will be well Gutted. very surprised just yeah i thought. just don't think we' be i don't think it's right for that game away. We need to give them something to think about, and if we play the way that could happen with Barcelona at home and you end up with Pedro and William literally in the midfield with kante and a and other or whatever I think we're going to have big problems
1: i, I, I think he's learned his lesson. oh yeah,
2: I would hope so but I think so. he we will see that's that's what makes Tomorrow yeah. is so interesting. Here's something anyway, I wanted
1: to also talk about, and we've, we've, me- we've mentioned it a lot, which is Eden Hazard, which is this inability to shoot. Um, you know, we saw it again, didn't we, on Saturday where he got himself into really good positions and passed the ball. Even the one where, you know, Giroud shot and it, mm. and, it and it got blocked brilliantly on the line by Tompkins, I think, mm. was it was, um, you know, it was an... You know, astonishing decision to pass I thought, you know, just shoot, just did it. I did something. I don't know whether it's a mental thing or. I've a, got
2: a theory about it. Go on, what's your? Theory? Uh, my
1: theory is your theories <laughs> are normally nonsense. By the way, it's irrelevant <laughs> to weird. me. They are genius. Yeah. So you know, just listen and bathe. You haven't heard his missing the penalty, <laughs> missing his penalty conspiracy theory from years
2: well, ago <laughs> when Lukaku missed in the European Super Cup or whatever it yeah. was uh, in against um, Bayern Munich. I think it was, wasn't it? and uh, he missed the penalty in the penalty shootout and that was it. Mourinho couldn't stand him and basically got rid of him. And I maintain it's true. That's a nonsense. That was it. It it. He just saw a weakness in him. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, this week's theory is that I think he doesn't have the arrogance and that extra little something that people like Messi and Ronaldo and the top, top players have, which is when they see Saito go goal, the rest of the world can just clear off yeah. because it's for them. It's for them to score the goal. And I don't think he's got that in him. I think he's, I think he's too generous of spirit. And I think he was trying to play in Giroud because mm. he knew he'd been working really hard and he was trying to pay him back for things during the game and was trying to give him a goal on a plate. And I just think. He just doesn't have that killer instinct about him. And I think it's some I think it's what sometimes gets in the way of Eden Hazard the true, true genius, yeah. and Eden Hazard a brilliant player. Oh. I, th- I
1: think he's I think See, bizarrely and weirdly I actually you agree, agree with, with me. me. I do yeah. agree with you. I think that there is something <sighs> Something you know that, that, as you say, lacks a little bit of that killer instinct. You know, the, the blinkers don't come on when he's in front of goal. You know, with those players, you know, even if it's kind of Robin or you yeah. know, or Ribery or you know, one of those players that you know, that's a, a mercurial genius. You know, when, once they see the goal, it's it's like you know, it's all you're about right, me. You, and I he, think I, you're. I, I think you're right. I'd
3: agree with uh, Kerry because I, you're right. He, he, you you look at him on the pitch, and you're right. He doesn't have that air of. I mean, Ronaldo especially had it, and obviously Messi hasn't. Something else, but he doesn't have that arrogance of. Like, like I... And the the man in his team, or probably the man. You
1: see of flashes team. of it occasionally, don't cool. you?
3: Well, the game, against, the, the goal against Arsenal, where he bit about five players on the halfway line. But yeah. even then, the way he celebrated was nice. But he's not like um, you know, these, yeah. the players. Cantona, uh, remember Cantona used to stand yeah. like that,
2: chest out, barrel and chest, and he
3: used to literally stand like that.
2: It's like the most right. amazing Cantona impression we That's, that's we're not good here. radio, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> not not radio. Radio. <laughs> sorry,
3: yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's not <laughs> good radio. It was sorry. really good. he was
2: doing live comedy shows Sorry, but I mean, it was a really
3: good
1: impression. by the he turned his collar up, it was Cantona
3: chipped it from the edge, edge right right-hand edge of the area into the top yeah, yeah. corner and he just stood there like that. But what I mean is that is a sort of arrogance that that, Cantor had, that, that you're right that, that Hazard hasn't got and you're right it would give him an extra 5-10% or in games because I think sometimes when you see him going at a player in my head I'm thinking you, has, you, can, you can take this guy on you can take this guy out you can go past him and he still p- passes sideways and I think you know we've seen what you can do against other teams you know Run at him and go at him. Some of the time yeah. he does, but other times he doesn't. He goes sideways. To I think take this guy on. He's a Crystal Palace defender. He's not, he doesn't know what you. Do. Yeah, take him on. He's one of the Beagles. It sounds awful, by the way, to any Crystal Palace fans. But do yeah. you know what I mean? You, you My wife would kill he, me for he, that. He, he, yeah, but, well, you. But I think it's what what Andy was saying. You know, he, he, there's times when you think he should be thinking. I'm Eden Hazard, and I'm about to take two players out, and I can do it. But he doesn't. Sometimes. Sometimes I he think looks also like, oh, back like off. He's,
1: he's a little bit. He's a little. You, did you do you need to go to a break? Is that why you're? Yeah, go to a break, but, and I'll, we, we I'll hold my thoughts. We would have done short.
2: it seamlessly until you flagged it up. Well, because so you were
1: looking uncomfortable, it was well, disturbing. Well, you
2: know, I just can't go. Go to a break. In. You know, okay. I tell you what, let's go to a break. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. <laughs> and we're back from our break seamlessly i was also going to say the other thing i've completely lost my friend i know right. excellent that, <laughs> we did it i'm um, just thumbs up to ollie the engineer because we thought that's the way to do it um, the the last point on eden hazard and whatever that i would make is how many times when you mentioned people like robin and all those other people how many times have you seen them and you go oh you greedy bastard how many times have you actually ever said that about Eden Hazard? Well the
1: point I was going to make about Hazard was sometimes I think he's he's a bit worried about making a mistake you know it, not when he's in open play when he's running at people he, he seems to be very very confident on the ball but that final product thing I think sometimes he thinks I don't want to look a bit of a dick here you know I mean if I pass it then I can abdicate that responsibility I'd like to take him I'd like him to take a little bit more of the responsibility and if he shanks it and if it goes 50 foot over the bar and if he hits the corner flag that's fine nobody's yeah. going to get on his back about it. Yeah. You know, he'll probably get a round of applause for for, for for having a go. And I think maybe in his head he thinks that people are he's gonna he's gonna be humiliated if he exactly. does that but because he's that good. Maybe because he's
2: seen what happens to the other players
1: sometimes. If you
3: compare him with William recently, you yeah, know William in the last couple of games has shanked a couple over the bar but he's also scored a couple of brilliant goals. Oh I mean, William's infuriated. William at the moment seems to be thinking any tiny sort of goal I'm going for it. Yeah. And sometimes he does blast it wider over the bar and he just goes oh but then he suddenly puts one in the top corner or in the bottom corner. I mean I think Hazard must be able to see that and think I should be doing that
1: william was the most infuriating player in the sense that he was utterly brilliant up to the 18 yard box and then just couldn't couldn't have a final product at all this season he sorts he seems to have sorted it out immensely you know and i think it is exactly what you're saying just have a go you know because if you miss two but score one yeah everybody's on your side do you know what i mean it's absolutely fine i think it's that kind of playing the percentages a bit more that we're asking hazard to do
2: yeah i think i think it's a, a very fair point um the other thing i wanted to talk about and it's something i was talking about um with Gary at the game because Gary came to the game with me on Saturday. Um,
1: he? Was he moaning?
2: Uh, yeah, a little bit, you know. But no, he wasn't. He, he's, Was he moaning about. His he's very back. studious. No, he wasn't. He just he doesn't sing, does he? No, he doesn't sing. You know, and he doesn't really say much. He just actually just watches the game. It's very odd. <laughs> actually, and checks social media quite a lot, which drives. I told him to put his phone away. At well, one yeah, time. that would drive me mad. <laughs> but um, one thing we were talking about: Zappacosta. What do we think the team thinks about Zappacosta? I
1: think he gets an awful lot of the ball. I mean, that's what I think. I think he just... I mean, he gets the ball so much. I think. Yeah, he, but he, we
2: think there's something going on with him and Dave. What? As Piliqueta. Well, if you watched, there was quite a few niggly moments between As Piliqueta and Zappacosta, and it almost looked like... Dave was not passing him the ball quite a lot.
1: Well, there was one moment, I know, when Dave actually passed it into touch, which was his fault. And then, and then he, he had a go and then he had at him. I saw that. <laughs> I didn't see anything else. I've, listen, I think that's one of your weird conspiracy theories. No, that was Gary's. Yeah, I right, was Gary's then. That makes I'm complete just passing sense. it on. I, um, I, I think I was amazed at how much he... I'd love to see a stat for how much he got the ball in the first half. You know, his delivery... Wasn't great, you know. Well, it I mean, never think, is, is it? Well, occasionally it is. Occasionally he'll he'll, he'll yeah, zap in he two did or whip three the ball in a lot. I mean, admittedly, yeah, he wasn't necessarily
3: picking out the perfect ball for a header for Giroud. No, like Giroud, tried to make the best of one of them wherever the bar. But 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 he was whipping the ball in a lot and on percentages. You think maybe one of those will hit something or one of our players or theirs and go in. I mean, well, I he, we, talk, we talked about it. We that, talked about
1: it? it on a recent pod about you know fullbacks that we've had. You know, Vanovich wasn't brilliant at putting the ball in. He'd get the, a lot of the ball, but you know, but then you'd get someone like you know Dan Petrescu or. Or, you know, the other players that were better at it. But Dan was just in the middle at centre-forward most yeah, of the time, exactly. to be fair. Ivanovic um, didn't mind getting head no. there in the... You know, but the the... Yeah, but I mean, it's it's something that if you're going to get the ball that much... I mean, Alonso, I think, is a brilliant deliverer of the ball. You yeah, know, yeah, If you're going to get the he's ball great. that much, you need to be able to do something with it. I don't think by any stretch of the imagination, Zapacos is a bad player. No, I he's think not. he's a really decent squad player. I'm certainly not down on him at all. I think he does a great no, job. I like but him. I just think if you're going to get the ball that much, you need to have a strategy on how you're going to use it. Yeah. you know, right. and, and, and it frustrated me a little bit. And I think it probably frustrated the other fans as yeah, well.
2: Yeah, and actually, he does the hard part because he goes on the outside of the defender a lot. Yeah. Yeah, which Moses has stopped doing. Yeah, well, know. I think that's something to do with the injuries got had. Yeah. I, I do, because he cuts in all the time. And it'd be interesting to see... I think he's going to put Moses back then?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I has to be rested. Yeah, I think he's handling Moses. I think if we'd
1: have played Moses on Saturday, we would have ripped them to shreds. I think we would have ripped them to shreds on Saturday. Yeah, I, I think genuinely right. think. Yeah. yeah, but but you know, you know, could have, should have, would have. It you know, it, you know it doesn't yeah. doesn't make any any, any difference I mean, now. What
3: do you think he's going to do with the the midfield though? Is he going to play defensive? Is he going to put well someone like Dr- not Bakayoko? Well, hopefully. okay, I that's mean, my personal. Opinion. Are
1: we done? Are we done with Palace? Well,
2: well I was just oh, going sorry. to say actually the the other thing talking about the midfield, um, it really showed to me exactly what was missing. One of the main ingredients that was missing uh, in the previous never to be mentioned game again kante i mean having him back
1: well, and, 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 you know, I, I said this on social media as well, that what what he provides, more than anything, we talk about his amazing ability to tackle and shut down space. He is the transition. Yeah, yeah he a, he's absolutely. the transition. And and all those players, all those people yeah. moaning about how Courtois just lumped the ball up to Hazard on his own up front. Of course he didn't. It was a disaster. And the reason it was a disaster is that with Drinkwater and Fabregas, two of the most, you know, the slowest players on the pitch, you know, they couldn't transition. Kante gets yeah. the ball, he yeah. gives, he moves, he gives, he goes, he's, he gives, he goes or he and runs
2: 10 yards or, exactly. or he's an option yeah. or
1: you know or he'll he'll find yeah. the space you know people forget that he does more work off the ball than he does on it and that's yeah. the bit that people like miss like Giroud yeah. and
2: I think I think that's that's really interesting because I think that's what Conte loves about people like Giroud and Kante is that they do so much work off the ball yeah you know and there are but players you're absolutely players right about transitioning
3: you know often when our centre-backs are looking where to play it it goes in the middle to Kante and as you say he either goes 10 yards forward quite high speed and a lot of players back off him slightly and then plays a pass or as you said he finds a pass he's always the
1: guy that's or he'll find his, the
3: space yeah you're right anybody always, that un- it does all go through Kante when yeah, he's playing anybody,
1: yeah. anybody that understands football and I, I would hope that most of our listenership do we have a discerning yeah. listenership understand that it's not just about being a destroyer it's not about kicking people up in the air I mean that's a big part of his game and he's a you know he's an absolute and he takes know, a few Cards, He's an absolute he tank, it. you know, in that respect. And that's a, you but know, he doesn't but, actually get that many. No, what, when you look at it, it's what, amazing. What elevates him as a player, what, what elevates him above the normal player is his ability to read the game, find space, transition the ball.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, all in all, OK, they came back into it at the end and did the usual thing, you know, make it bricky for us. Because this is the year... More than any other year, we have not converted enough of the chances mm.
1: that we've been creating. Bloody Zaha was... as well, though, isn't yeah, it? Every no, time it... Zaha comes on the pitch, Aspilliqueta just falls to pieces.
2: Well, this is a man who wasn't meant to be back for another two months, and I said for a laugh last week, oh, I'm sure
1: Zaha will play because it's Chelsea. Yeah. Honestly, um, when he comes on the pitch, Aspilliqueta almost has a breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he absolutely shredded him at Selhurst I don't Park. I imagine Zaha's going to stay at
3: Palace next season, not why he's playing? Well, Surely I, 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 is d- I still on.
2: have no idea why Manu never utilised him and never gave him a chance. I think I think he's a brilliant buy, yeah. but it won't be us that do it because it's not the kind of thing we'll do. But um, but yeah, so I mean, in the end, Palace. Well, yeah, we got the result. I think the result didn't actually show just how no. good we were on the day. So <clears throat> it does lead us to what will happen against. Uh, <clears throat> excuse Are me, Barcelona.
3: Afraid? Yeah. <laughs> Is that flaked fish that's affecting your throat? <laughs> oh, no, I need the flaked
2: fish. But yeah, I mean, so, you know, what are we going to do with Barcelona? What's the system going to be?
1: Well, I think we've, we've touched on it. I think, the, um, listen, I, I think he has learned from Manchester City that the, the most effective way to play against teams like that, even though the false nine worked pretty well. Uh, against Barcelona at Stamford Bridge, I think in this game he's gonna have to have somebody who can hold the ball up. I think he's gonna have to play either Giroud or Morata. Yeah. I think he will play Giroud because Giroud seems to have the momentum at the moment. Oh, I agree. I think he, he needs to free Hazard up to you know to perform a you know a, a little bit more yeah. um, a, of a number ten role. Um, and I think he will play William alongside him. And I think those three will you know will create and hopefully you know Giroud uh, can create some chaos in the box when we get an opportunity. Give him something to think
3: about. I'd agree but who do you think he'll play in midfield do you think he'll go defensive or because uh, Fabregas is a bit uh, well, I I'm think not it's, saying it's risky but you know that is quite an offensive move to have Fabregas in there
1: I think I think Fabregas being a former Barcelona player will be used to the situation will understand the now camp will understand the culture of, of Barcelona I don't think he'll be phased by it I think he'll be up for it I think there'll be you know be something to prove for him um, and I also think that with Kante alongside him he won't have to work yeah. as hard and then his job Will be to get that ball forward to yeah. Hazard and yeah. William and, and 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 hopefully Giroud. That that that's my thinking. It will be Cancel and Fabregas. Yeah, yeah
2: I, I think it has to be. I, I can't see there'll be any other option, which now will be proven. Pedro's the one wrong. that's going
1: to miss out, I think. And, yeah, you know I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think. But Pedro, though, but, but Pedro, but Pedro, Pedro's a decent impact sub in that situation. <coughs> yeah, I and agree.
2: He, and actually, for me, Pedro is better coming off the bench and starting a game an awful lot of the time. So you know, you're
3: right. I mean, if last 15 minutes they're slightly tired, or he's got the pace, he could come on and cause problems. I think it's, it'd be a good sub to, uh, sub to have there available. But so, it, but in the back, we assume it'd be Alonso and then Moses and then Christensen, Rudiger and um, Aspilicueta. Yeah, yeah I,
2: depending I, I, on where the Rudigers fit. So that's, that's quite interesting in itself, you know, that Rudiger, there's rumour that, you know, he should be fit, but he may not be. So, you know, I, I think Cahill, right, I, You know,
1: I'm going to would... be, you know, controversial to a lot of people here. I wouldn't mind if Cahill plays. No. I mean, Cahill's a massively experienced European player. Yeah. You know, he's a big game player. I think that, you know, he has proved time and time again that in the really, really big occasion, he keeps his head. I think anybody that, that doesn't agree with that is doing him a disservice when they look at his record in these big games and these big competitions
2: and also know? there's something to be said for the fact that Suarez got to Rudiger in the first leg Suarez
1: wound him up a couple of times that's the you Suarez know? that didn't score
2: yeah but it doesn't matter the point is he if he's not playing well I don't think
1: he did I disagree with you
2: well he did because he had that moment where he completely upset the defense he upset Rudiger, which led to christensen's mistake he upset the whole of the defense i I, I no i honestly. I think he was at Rudiger most of the game, and I think he got to Rudiger in the second half. I disagree. No, well, you can disagree, but I think I saw something which was he made Rudiger go a little bit shaky, and I think that's quite interesting. Suarez can put players off. Yeah, I
1: don't agree on that no. particular occasion. Well,
3: I would, but I would agree uh, with Andy that um, Cahill. You know, the, he makes the slip-ups occasionally against the the, the the you know bottom half teams in the league games, Premier League games. But actually, you're right. A bit, bit like the big occasions, like Terry was all the time. I he, think he, he can rise to the occasion. No, he's I, I think like and he so has okay. got a bit of metal, you know, to hold the back four, to the back five together, or back three together, whatever. But you know, so mm-hmm.
1: much of this this game this, this massively elite game at the, on the biggest stage in front of the biggest audiences against the biggest teams is mental so much of it is about mental attitude they can all play football there's no doubt about it every single player that makes it to the Premier League you know that, that makes it to this level of football they've got the technique it's a question of what, what's in their head and I think that Gary Cahill you know mentally is really strong on these occasions so if he plays I wouldn't be that worried
2: no me neither it, it, it really doesn't bother me either way I, in fact I would pick Cahill first for this one because just because of everything you're saying because we know whether it's Suarez or whoever they will try and get somebody into trouble at some point it happens all well, the time It's going to
1: happen with any player that plays in any defense against know, them isn't yeah. it they, I mean they're, they're, totally. they're just a very aggressive front foot front footed front three
2: yeah and yeah but across the team they will try and wind players up that's what Barcelona do they always have done they've got that nasty streak in them which people don't realise about the big clubs when they're playing well like Man U used to be like Arsenal used to be like Liverpool used to be if things weren't going right they would cause problems they would try and upset the game upset players upset referees and that's what we have to w- watch out for is the dark arts of Barcelona and
1: I think you know well, whenever we play there there's always some level of exactly, controversy but you know, I, I don't think that's us I think that's any play, any any team that plays there I think yeah. any team yeah. going away to Barcelona yeah. no but that's what
2: I'm saying that uh, Barcelona in these kind of games yeah. will I think to that. where I
1: disagree with you is, is this kind of targeting of Rudiger. I, just, I think that, that, that. No, it could have been anyone, that, but I think. That he particular did. goal that you're referring to, I, I don't think that came as a result of, 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 of Rudiger. It came as from a stupid ball from Christensen across the across 18 the yard box and then a mistake by Alonso. I mean, yeah, you know, it a, a had, bias it, it, was, it was just before that, the penalty so. shout.
2: It was that whole penalty shout. Yeah, which wasn't. It I unnerved. think that
1: upset Suarez more than it did Rudiger. Yeah, well,
2: anyway, I think Suarez is not. Averse to trying to wind people up. Well, really? I,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you know,
2: I, I think there's a, there's a chance that there'll be some. But Suarez is not.
1: I mean, you know, I, I don't want to curse things. I mean, Suarez is not in a rich vein of form. Can at we the moment. say that next
2: week, please? Well, yeah, we say we next week. yeah, yeah. But, You know, but <laughs> I know what you're saying. No, I'm kind of with you, but I'll, let's I, say it next I want
1: week. I, I want to do a reasons to be cheerful. Yeah. moment. Okay, well, you I'd, know, Suarez is not in a rich vein of form at the moment. They have some injuries. Iniesta's very doubtful for tomorrow. Right, well,
2: that's right? a, that will be a hell of a thing.
1: That would be yeah. Dennis Suarez is. Injured, yeah, you know. Um, there's doubts over, I think, um, Barry
2: Suarez, he's uh, out as
1: well. <laughs> there's 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 doubts over Umtiti's you know match fitness. You know, I think that you know, he's 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 been well, he's, he's an been important the, player for them as well. So, you know, and, and also as well, I think that you know, we do have this psychological, we do hold over barcelona we are the we're a bit like you know man united for them you know we 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 have this hold over them where we we have upset them on so many occasions that's got to play on their mind somewhat yeah in fact,
2: i was reading somewhere um in, in fact i think it was neil barnett tweeted somewhere that not since 1966 have chelsea lost to barcelona when 11 men have finished the game there you go so yeah good one that neil the, the other thing i'd say also about mentioning um TT uh I think why you start with Giroud is that I think Umtiti has a yellow, perhaps a red card in him in a game like this. If you get a striker coming up and being face-to-face, backing into him, causing him problems, I think you could really, you know really cause some some nerves to jangle in the, in the back of that Barcelona defense. It's very hard to do because you get very little possession. I mean they think. play a
1: back four, don't they? They play yeah. four they've been playing 4-4-2 four, four this season. Yeah. So it will be Jordi Alba, um Pique, Pique yeah. um, Titi, and Sergio Ram, uh, what's uh, what's his Roberto. name? Roberto, Sergio Roberto. Yeah. You know, two very very quick fullbacks, yeah. two slightly lumbering center backs. I think is the best center back in the world, really. No, but I mean, what I'm Pique saying Pique's is that right, but the, the two fullbacks uh, are really quick. Yeah. The two center backs aren't. You <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean. So you, you know, you could really get at those two centre backs. What Moses
2: very... took care of uh, um, Alba so well. Yeah, you he's know. rapid though. Yeah, yes, but Moses took care of him. Yeah, and But, I'm, but I'm
1: just saying, as a, as a threat in their team, yeah. Yeah. you know, he's so quick as is, as is uh, Roberto as well. But
2: that that's what caused them problems against us at Stamford Bridge was Moses shut that wing down. But if it was they an do amazing if they, job, if, if you can they, do that, yeah. If they but do a bigger pitch, at if the they do camp. bomb
1: forward, if they if they do push on, and then you've got Fabregas sitting there who can put the ball into those quadrants yeah, where yeah. they were and yeah. they aren't anymore. Yeah. That's I think when Hazard and Willian can, could can cause, cause damage, um, and if you have a central striker, yeah. so you know that's got to be in Conte's mind. Big pitch, fullbacks bombing forward, space on the wings. Yeah, yeah. I mean otherwise, what's he thinking? Yeah, well,
2: something we don't understand. Yeah. That's how, all you can How say.
1: confident uh, he definitely will
3: play a proper centre-forward then? I mean, I, I mean, I'm desperate that he does, but are we all certain he's going to do that? No, I can't think you no. can ever be certain. No, I was certain
1: that we weren't going to do it when we played it at the bridge. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. bang on certain yeah. that we weren't.
2: Um, I, I just think that the Man City game, as we've talked about, was so damaging yeah. in showing, you know, that you can have a fake false nine system as well as a false nine yeah. fake, you know. It, it, it just doesn't look... As though with the last roll of the dice, which this is for Chelsea in the Champions League this season, and perhaps for next season as well, that he can do that. I don't think. I don't think he can quite trust the players he's he's got to do exactly what he wants them to do in that shape. So I would think no, it'll be it'll be a nine. It'll just be is it Giroud or is it Maratta? So I guess we should. Um, quickly give a prediction score no we'll do that but because we talked about that and then we'll just have a little mention of Leicester Cup quickly to
1: wrap up Barcelona I, look I'm not confident really I think it's Barcelona in the now camp you know they haven't lost there since August you know they're unbeaten you know unbeaten in the league this season you know they they didn't really perform at the bridge to their ability but I reckon they've got more gears to go to we're not in the best run of form the problem is I think is that away goal because I think we'll concede that's the problem you know um I think I think I think it will be close, but I think we'll probably lose one nil.
2: Okay, Jeff.
3: I think uh, we might. Uh, I th- my best, my most optimistic prediction is that we could get a two and get through and away goals. But I think we might lose two. I, I think we might score. I've got. I feel we could score, but I think it might be two one rather than one nil. But but my, my best possible hope is that we could get get into the extra time at one or maybe get one or two all and whatever and might even maybe we'll even win on penalties uh, maybe we'll do what that dutch guy did br- right okay bring so the specialist keeper say, on in the last minute so, f- saves so penalties f-
2: so far you've covered about eight different versions of <laughs> okay my final prediction then in,
3: in all optimism is
2: two
1: all two all, two okay. all which of course it was in 2012 exactly yeah, yeah. okay
2: yeah. i i just think we're going to walk this one <laughs> i think <it's- laughs> I think it's going to be a stroll in a park. Uh, no, I think it's going to be edgy. I think we're going to go into extra time and I think we're going to nick it in extra time 2-1. That's what, that's what I reckon. So we'll see. Okay, so having got rid of Barcelona out of the Champions League, we moved to Leicester. We, again, um, it'll be interesting. We're all going. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be a good fun day out. What's our prediction for that one?
1: I think we'll turn up for that. I think we've got a reasonably good record um, at the King Power. Um, last time we played there, we were efficient. I think I think it'll be an efficient performance from us. I think yeah uh, three one to us. I, I think we can nick it by one goal against okay.
3: Chester. I mean, whether that's a two one or three two, whatever. Take think, your pick. I'd You've say I'd, I'd say we'll nick it. I'll say we'll nick it two one.
2: Two one, okay. I, I'm gonna go for two nil. I think it'll be a nice day out. We're gonna have a roast before the game <laughs> and <laughs> that affect uh, the score. <laughs> yeah, it will do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we sing a certain way you know They get oh they've been well fed let's give them some nice dessert Kerry likes this
1: because he lives down the road <laughs> I know he's essentially lazy yeah exactly lazy. yeah he right, lives around the corner quite lazy well lazy I mean you lived around the corner from Stamford Bridge for many many years you are essentially lazy
2: yeah I just you mean yeah, your, your yeah.
1: house choices are based around the nearest football Pretty stadium
2: <laughs> yeah apparently but you know um yeah okay well I'll take that but well we'll 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 still cook your dinner on Sunday, who's called me lazy and been so damn rude? <laughs> thank you, Jeff. It's lovely to see ah, it's you. A pleasure. Um, great to chat to you and have you back. And thank you, Andy, as always. And yes, don't forget. Next time you hear us, we'll be through to the next round of the Champions League. We'll be through to the next round of the FA Cup. We haven't had to bother with points this week. It's going to be a great week.
0: This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at chelseapodcast.com. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it, and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, or. IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend to reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses speak to livingston today about our managed services over 50 multinationals across the world trust livingston to manage their software licenses visit livingston-tech.com for more information
3: sports social podcast network